It's time for Friday Follies, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. It is the year 2019, and life has lost all meaning. What once was up is down, what once was right is wrong. And those who dare to make a podcast which subversively reanimates the dead art of radio theater are considered dangerous criminal outcasts. Driven into exile, four pungent brigands risk their lives each week to broadcast from a South Seas barge, crudely fashioned from the disintegrating corpse of an ancient titan and several thousand yards of cooking twine to bring you the triumph, the majesty, the sublimity of rude alchemy. Greetings, dear listeners. It is I, the narrator. Bodiless now, I hurtle through the vast expanse of the universe, being called, nay, pulled towards some great pulsing other, some unnameable thing that is somehow everything and nothing. And now, as my essence thrums to the thumping sound, it is so clear. I know, I know, I know, I know that it's all the same. (laughs) The physical, the metaphysical, the spiritual, it's all the flowing blood of some great incomprehensible heart pumping life from beginning to end and back again. And it's all one, oh God, how small we've made you, how petty. You are the weaver of the very fabric of all things, and at the same time, the fabric itself. Oh, creator, mother, father, sustainer, we adore thee in the Uh, great... Excuse me. Hmm? What? What? Down here, it's me, the announcer. We just really need to do the promo. What? Yeah, it's for something called calf lube. I can't tell if it's a cow afterbirth joke or a dick joke. Probably a dick joke. No, I must continue. Trillions of light years away. The enormity... Call the Crane Bottom Academy is brought to you by Slippery Veal's Calf Lube. Whether you want to grease up the backs of your lower legs to attract females, or simply help a struggling heifer through the agony of labor, squirt some Slippery Veal Calf Lube all over the calf of your choice, because remember, squirting is calf the fun! Hmm, guess it was both. What the hell did you just do? The promo! Well, it, it was very distracting. Uh, I... Oh no. Oh god. Oh no, I, I, I can't hear the pulsing anymore. I'm, I'm falling back toward reality. Toward Earth. Whoops. What do you mean, whoops? First you kill me, then you kill me again by forgetting to check the levels of my priest before I engaged in coitus with the late resident sound designer, Mr. Michael Hahn. And now this! I'll never forgive you! Never! You can talk? Who are you? Who's Mongo? You're the Patrick Moonlight on my wall. I talk to you when I'm scared. And now you can talk back. Oh, f*** me. I'm this kid's imaginary f***ing friend. 
They are really running out of ideas. What? Never mind. Listen, folks, I'm going to try to get this straightened out with Junior here. In the meantime, enjoy episode one of Carver Cranebottom Academy. Carver Cranebottom Academy is brought to you by Slip Reveals Calf Lube and by Slip Reveals Calf Lube Light. All the shine and slickness of original calf lube, none of the gamey aftertaste. Man, I don't know what the f*** this shit is. The orange leaf is plucked from its grip on the branch of a towering oak by a playful breeze. The air is still warm, yet it carries a whiff of sweet, mild melancholy that wasn't there but a week ago. It's an aroma of cinnamon, apple, light sweaters, quick dusks, and, for those lucky travelers still in possession of their youth, it carries the sometimes dreaded, sometimes giddy scent of freshly polished hallways and summer-settled chalk dust. The leaf lands gently on a newly cleaned window of Bainbridge Academy for Boys, where a particularly kitty student, Basil Basilton, ambles noisily down the hall. Hey there, Watkins. How was your summer? Newberry, ready for fencing trials? <laughs> you know it. Good to be back, eh, Professor McManus? I better lad. Help you up and study on your willy. Well, funny you should mention it. It has been a bit of a summer of self-discovery, so to speak. I mean, I got the basics down last April, but with the extra free time, I really got creative with it. Had a mishap or two with some glass shampoo bottles. Shakespeare, I mean. Right, me too. Titus Adronicus and whatnot. Right. Not masturbation. Certainly not. Well, see you around, Professor. Jensen, all shaved up for swim team? Me too, see? Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, that was from a mishap with a glass shampoo bottle. Hey, Ballantine! Ready for Glee Club? McMartin? See you at squash practice. Yes, I'm trying for butternut this year. Hey, gourds are just where you're at. You'll get there. Sorry, uh, clearly squash is some sort of racketed game, but no one in America knows what the hell it is, unless they watch Frasier. Hello, what's this? A new student? Sorry-looking chap. He was indeed. He had the hunched, almost ashamed demeanor of a boy who got too tall too fast. He hid himself inside a dark trench coat, and his hair was a dirty, curly, dandruffy mess. He cowered in the hallway, clutching a ragged book to his chest. Also, I'm pretty sure... Yep, guy liner. He's wearing guy liner. Oi, look at this, Pip. What have we here? Fresh meat. The dreaded Ironton brothers, bullies extraordinaire, were admiring the early morning delivery of fresh flight steak that was to be that afternoon's London broil. But Basil knew it would only be a matter of time before they turned their gaze upon the lonely boy. All right, Basil, you promised yourself this year would be the year. <sighs> hey, f*** heads. Huh? 
You heard me. I called you f**kheads. You f**kheads. Leave him alone. But we didn't even start bullying him yet. I knew what you were up to. Remember, I'm the hall monitor this year, and you bloody Ironton brothers are numbers one and two on my fuck list. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's shit list. That too. Yeah, you like that? You like that? Yeah. We'll get you for this, Basilton. Yeah. I'd like to see you try, you fucking pansies. Basil turned to the pathetic boy in the black trench coat. And yep, nails are black too. Oh boy. Uh, hope that school's emergency preparedness plan accounts for more than just fire drills. Are you all right? Hmm, um, thank you. Um, are you sure they were going to bully me? Absolutely. I have a sixth sense for these things. I've been getting bullied by them since I was still pooping my pants. But a lot's changed since grade seven. I'm a junior now. I promised myself this would be a good year, and I'm off to a great start. What's your name? Carvey. Harvey? Carvey. I can't under... Your voice... Carvey. Carvey Cranebottom. Ew. Wow, your parents really saddled you with one. What were they thinking? I don't know. I'm an orphan. Get the f*** out! Me too! You curse a lot. It's something I'm trying this year. I'm also thinking of getting a lip ring. Like this? The ghoulish little goth boy pulled his snotty turtleneck down to reveal a swollen lip ring. Holy f***ing f***. Balls, butts, and titties. That is f***ing awesome! A great horn reverberated through the halls. Come on, Carvey. It's time for chapel. You're sitting with me. You and I are going to be best friends. Ah, the scent of incense, barely masking the stench of 500-odd pre-deodorant-era teenage boys stuffed in creaky Protestant pews, reminds me of my own alma mater, the Milan Narration Conservatory. Lots of sexual abuse there. Turns out the headmaster, the beloved and renowned Professor Frey, was a prolific molester. But then again, what beloved figures aren't sexual abusers these days, huh? Cosby? Matt Lauer? I just get up every morning and thank God Charlie Rose is still unblemished. I worship that man. What's happening now? Headmaster Crustwedge is going to introduce all the new students. Oh no. First up, Mr. Carver Cranebottom. Well, go on, boys, stand up. <coughs> Tell us something about yourself. Um, <clears throat> Come, come, anything. What do you read? Poe, mostly. Edgar Allen? That trash? It's not trash. It's beautiful and tragic and horrible like life. Oh, all right, all right, calm down, boy. Take a seat. Next, Miss Cordelia Lavan. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the f*** is this? Mind your tongue, Basilton. I'm sorry, but I didn't fake a disability and an ethnicity and a slip and fall injury on campus to get free tuition at Bainbridge School for boys just to be forced to fraternize with penisless non-peens like this unpenis lack penis right there. Now who's with me? Come on, gents. Look at her. Look at those large heaving breasts. You can barely see her pectorals. And those thin, lithe arms? Hardly a hair to be seen. Why, I bet she hasn't even got a penis. Yes, you've mentioned that. Come on! Weldon! Newberry! Watkins! Nobody? 
Nobody is with me. Come on, there must be at least 10% of you that are on board here. Ah, f*** it. To address Mr. Basilton's concerns, I shall be candid. Miss Levan is the daughter of one of our most generous alumni benefactors. When her brother Harold died tragically this past July, we made a special one-time arrangement with Mr. Levan for Cordelia here to take his place. I expect you all to be respectful and welcoming. You may sit, Miss Levan. Poe, too. What? I'd like Edgar Allan Poe, too. Oh, okay, very well. And now, Reverend Fat will give the opening blessing. Before we begin, please remember the edict that was issued at the end of last term. The works of E.A. Poe are banned on campus property. That salacious nonsense has no place here. Now let's uh, bow our heads. Heavenly Father, oh, you are so lovely. I'm really glad that you're in charge of everything. I feel so much better knowing that you've got everything under control. We're all generally feeling pretty safe and secure under your blessing. I must have her. Cordelia, I'm in love. I'll do anything. Are you f***ing kidding me, Carvey? I thought you and I were going to be best friends this year. Can't have you chasing that nasty little snus all over campus. I had big plans for us. Skinny dipping. Skinny skiing. Skinny chess, you know. Anything skinny. That means a lot to me, Basil. I've never had a friend before, but I must pursue her. I have no choice. My heart longs to do stuff with her. Undershirt stuff, preferably. If it means that much to you, I'll help. Step one, that outfit. Underneath this segment, we were going to play the ZZ Top song Sharp Dressed Man while Basil flamboyantly helps Carver transform from gross goth to the hot, brainy stud we all know and love. But we couldn't get the right, so I'm, uh, I'm just gonna hum it. Okay, now they're going into a haberdashery. Silly hat, trying on lots of silly hat. Carver goes behind the curtain, comes back. Nope. Basil shakes his head at that one. No to another. Now Carver steps out dressed as a geisha. Vigorous no from Basil. Okay, one more. Yes, that's it. And Basil just stands there, staring at him. I, um, I... Well, how bad is it? I... She'd be crazy not to want you. Really? Oh, gee, thanks, Baz. Baz? Sorry, do you not like being called that? No, I... I love it. The next day, in chapel... Lads, I'm sorry to say there's been a tragedy overnight. Reverend Fat has perished. He was found, at rest... In his bed, reading. No doubt, late into the night, as he was wont to do, 
with a candle at his bedside, still burning. A moment of silence, please, for this wonderful, kind, and pious man. Okay, now we just need some volunteers to lug his carcass out of the rubbish heap. Tomorrow's bulk item day for our trash collectors, and I don't want to miss it, because they will not take it with a normal Tuesday pickup. No doubt you'll all remember when we learned our lesson after young Master Darrow's carriage accident last spring. The sorry lad sat there rotting away for three weeks with his poor mother, chambermaid Darrow, forced to empty my rubbish next to her only son's putrid corpse for the whole of October. I won't have it again. Volunteers? I'll do it. <laughs> Don't be absurd. You're but a girl. I can do it. We'll do it too. What? And us. What? I'll be damned if those Irontons are going to make time with Cordelia. Come on. The unlikely fivesome made their awkward teenage way across the tree-lined fields toward Reverend Fat's cottage. The Irontons puffed and strutted, Carver silently fumed, Basil kicked frocks, and Cordelia strode to the cabin a full two paces ahead of the lagging boys. She threw the door open, and a sickly sweet smell exploded out of the cottage door. Ah, what is that? His cologne? They entered to find Reverend Fat, naked as the day he was born, barely covered by an unenviable bedsheet. Next to his bed, a candle had burned down to the stub. How should we hoist them? We'll use the sheet to rig a pulley system. Cordelia yanked the sheet off the fat Reverend Fat. Wait, you'll see his... Penis. I've seen one before. More than one, actually. Okay, you know what? How she just... just casually drops... That in there? Like, like what the fuck? Whose? And when? And under what circumstances, huh? <sighs> anyway, the guys were all thinking some version of this and just stood there silent, mouths agape, looking like idiots. Except Basil. Can we, like, get back to this, please? This smell is starting to get to me. Right. I'll loop one end here, over the roof, Bean. Uh, all right. Uh, that should hold him now. Um, now, you boys stand over... Hold on. What? Let me have a look at that candle. What are you doing? Yeah, this is a waste of time, Cranebottom. Get out. What in blazes are you talking about? All of about? you, out now. Hurry. Why the hell... <coughs> should we... <coughs> listen to you, Cranebottom? <coughs> yeah. Because, you idiots, <coughs> the air in here is poisoned... <coughs> This man was murdered! How did Carver discover the deed was dastardly? Will he solve the mystery before the killer strikes again? And just how and when exactly did a girl of 17 in Victorian England see not one, but multiple penises? Oh, wait. It, it, it might have been abuse. Yeah, oh, I didn't think of that. All right, uh, well, yeah, okay, yeah, we'll just find out next time, I guess. <laughs> now, now I'm just sad. Thinking about Headmaster Frey and Matt Lauer and Bill Cosby and... Oh, wait, hold on. That's a Google News alert I have set for Charlie Rose's name. This will probably cheer me up. Let's see... Uh... Fuck! Carver, 
Crane Bottom Academy is brought to you by Pampered Chef Kitchen Tools. Well, actually, no, it isn't, but I did sink my life savings into their starter party pack, so I'm really hoping you all can make it. They have, like, these little mini food processors that are only, like, $30, and... Anyway, come to a party I'm hosting at which you can buy things to benefit me. So basically, it's like she knows I hate it when she walks me into class, but she does it anyway, even when Isabella Powder was standing right there. Uh-huh. And then she called me sweetie before she left work, and it was so embarrassing. Yep. The whole class laughed, and it made me so mad. I punched the wall, and they gave me a timeout and made me talk to Mr. Pleasley, who smells like old coffee. Hey, kid. Kid. Yeah? Not that this isn't fascinating, but why exactly are you talking to a patch of moonlight on your wall? Shouldn't you be asleep? But you're my friend. I don't have anyone else to talk to. Oh, jeez. I guess someday you'll go away, too, so I just want to make the most of it. Oh, God. Oh, dear God. You're right. I'm just a patch of moonlight. It's a full moon now, but it won't be long until it's a waning gibbous, then a waning crescent, and then... and then... nothing. Oh, damn you, announcer. I could have been in perfect union with the great I am, but now I'm just going to fade away to non-existence. That sucks. Yeah, big time. Unless there must be a way I can get back. We've got to figure it out. How does one get to heaven? I don't know. My mom's a Unitarian. Oh, dear God, no. (laughs) Don't worry, Mongo. I'll help you. We'll find a way. Together. You know, boy... You just may be right. <laughs> Rude Alchemy is Mr. Thomas Hodgkin, Mr. Andrew Kane, Mr. Andy Whitner, and Mr. Ryan Whalen. Kava Crane Bottom Academy's story by Rude Alchemy, with Mr. Whitner as lead story editor. This episode written by Mr. Wertner and edited by resident sound designer Mr. Michael Hahn, featuring the voices of Rude Alchemy and Miss Elena Poggles as Cordelia. Music composed by Mr. Benjamin J. Be sure to like it. rate, review, and subscribe. To support Rude Alchemy, slash support. And finally... Um, uh, oh, for for some reason I guess I didn't write a post-credits bit for that, so that's why I've been delaying. I I simply don't have the creative juice to spare at the moment. Unless it's the juice that creates children, got plenty of that. Semen, I mean. I, I feel a closeness to you, audience, even though we've never met or spoken, that allows me to tell you things like this. Too much semen, really. Don't you think... God or evolution or whatever went a little overboard when providing us the means to procreate. I'm so tired of wanting to f*** things. It's really not helpful to my daily life. Can't I just live? I mean, why can't a sex drive be like, oh yeah, I like ice cream. I think I'll do that today. Instead of like a craving to lick heroin from the lip of a goddess. That's it. Oh, by the way, Andrew Kane, he's one of our writers and producers, was blessed with a lowish sex drive, so he doesn't have the kind of problems regular Joes like you and I have. That's why he's so much better than all of us. Okay. Bye. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear mutual. Happy birthday to you. And many more. <laughs> this was not only a birthday greeting for the Mutual Audio Network, which, as you may know, has been bringing you the finest in audio drama for just a little more than one year. It was also a way of letting you know how long 20 seconds are. Why should you know it? Because the CDC recommends, during this COVID-19 situation, that you and me and everybody wash our hands with soap and water as often as possible for at least 20 seconds. So get all of your fingers, get the palms, get the backs of your hands, and a little bit up your wrists, and make sure you change out your towels more frequently as well. If it helps to sing Happy Birthday or some other song, as you do so, why not? This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.